Choose Recovery is a lifestyle apparel brand. Spreading awareness and hope for addiction recovery. We emphasize following God, rewriting your story, never giving up, making a difference. Bringing hope and awareness from real people. This is the Choose Recovery Podcast. All right. Well, welcome back, guys, to the Choose Recovery Podcast. Super appreciate everybody. Super appreciate. Does that sound <laughs> stupid? No, okay. Anyway, you're super appreciative. I am like, super duper appreciate. <laughs> Okay. Okay, that might be pushing. We appreciate you guys yes. for tuning in and listening. So, uh, I haven't looked at the stats super recent. There I go again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word of the day. Yeah, super. the word of the day super, is super. super. All right. Okay. So, um, anyway, we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, and we've had pretty good uh, statistics just for launching recently, and this is really in line with what the goal is behind choose recovery as a brand not just apparel but to share hope awareness inspiration yes. all of that stuff mm-hmm. and i don't know i think we have like nine or ten episodes recorded i actually don't have all those posted yet i don't believe i got a few that are Why stacked not? up that because of time i've been busy but oh so there's there's more coming including this one <laughs> which will be released at some point so uh yeah the topic at hand there's so many different things that we have kicked around the idea of discussing uh, on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that is close to all of our hearts that you see involved with Choose Recovery is redemption regarding not just addiction, but sexuality mm-hmm. uh, and how that relates to brokenness in a lot of our stories. Right. And why don't we just kick off we don't have like show notes on this this is just totally off the cuff this particular which actually is most episodes are that way honestly uh but i have Brittany here as well and what would your thoughts be to kind of get this conversation going Mm -hmm. on what it means to be sexually broken and the redemption and recovery and what God brings to that just kind of launch us off that direction oh man well first of all Um, I struggled with my sexuality forever, um, you know, since I was a little girl. Um, You know, I was sexually molested at six years old, um, and that lasted for about a year or so by a male cousin. And then I was also sexually molested by a female step-aunt, and that that lasted a couple years until I was about nine. Um, So I had no idea... I had no idea. I didn't know if I liked boys. I didn't know if I liked girls. I knew I didn't like myself. Um, You know, I felt yucky and dirty and soiled and ugly and all those things that a little girl should never feel. Um, So, um, so yeah, I guess from the very beginning, I just, I was so confused about sexuality and what that even meant. Um, No clue. Uh, so, you know, moving forward, getting older, um, and having all that shame about my sexuality, you know, at 12 years old, I was losing my virginity, um, you know, being raped at 13, um, just trying to find, um, validation all over the place. You know, I needed, I needed a boy, uh, to tell me I was pretty, that I was worthy, that I, you know, whatever. I just, I needed that validation and I put myself in very dangerous situations, um, to get that validation and to feel wanted and loved and beautiful and sexy and all those things. Um, 
So, man, so yeah, it led me into a lot of really dark places, and I think it's really sad because there's a lot of people that share that similar story that, you know, maybe you were molested as a child and you never talked about it, and, you know, you grew up um, struggling in that area, and I just want people to know that um, you're not the only one, you know, um, that you're not alone in that, and um, it really is a struggle you know, to grow up feeling that way. Um, but that there is hope, you know, eventually, you know, through all the darkness and the addiction and where that led me, um, pause you real quick on that. So it's what I hear you saying there as well is like every, cause you just started going into the later with addiction and stuff and every, every addiction, everything that we see on the surface, like starts in the heart. Right. And a lot of times it starts in the heart down at that core level from something that happens to us, mm-hmm. like like you're talking about when you were younger yep. or something that we're exposed to, something that we're a part of. Yeah. And then it sets us up like, so those become like, I want to say triggering, not necessarily triggers, but uh, potentially, but they set us up to respond to those situations in unhealthy ways. Right. Would that be fair to say? False identity, you know, then you're like, oh, this is who I am. You know, well, you know, I was molested by a female, so I must be a lesbian or I was, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, I struggled with that for a long time and didn't know, you know, I just, I don't know. I just didn't know. Um, But then, you know, like you said, you know, the heart changes and as you go through these situations and you come out on the other side and um, you invite God into your heart, you know, things start changing and you start finding your real identity and who you really are. Um... And I'm not that dirty, soiled little girl. You know, I I once was broken. Um, I found a lot of redemption and forgiveness for those people and situations in my life. And, um, you know, and now I know who I am um, and comfortable in my sexuality. So the shift for you, that change began really by kind of changing your thinking yeah. on some facing your well, past felt, changing your right well it didn't happen until i got clean and sober and started finding myself worthy again um you know that i deserved happiness and that i actually was a good person and that none of it was my fault and it's a huge long process so the addiction <laughs> and all that was actually like masking all yes. that right right yes. so you had to get that out of the way yeah. before you could really get the yeah. yep absolutely because if not then you're just covering shame up with more shame and more shame um so you have to get out of that and get completely clear-minded um, and, you know, to be able to work through that healthily, you know, in a healthy manner. So you went through recovery. Yeah. All of that, got clean, got sober, getting your mind uh, healthy again to think mm-hmm. straight and things on that. And then you're able to go back and face your past. Yeah. I'm able to go back and, you know, and spread hope through my story. Like, now I get to share my story um, and give others hope um, instead of keeping that all locked inside, you know, instead of keeping it in the dark and, you know, oh, I don't want anybody to know about that or I don't want anyone to know that that happened to me or whatever, you know. It's like I don't want any secrets anymore because I have literally felt healing by bringing that all out into the open. Um, I've witnessed it in my own life, and I've seen my story change other people's lives. So, um it's an amazing process. But even before, so even before starting to share your story and finding healing Mm -hmm. in that regard, um, the process of facing your past, working through it and changing your thinking, right? That was a, that's 
part of that too, mm-hmm. even before, probably at the same time, in some sense that you start sharing your story, but mm-hmm. being able to look back at your past and realize, okay, here's, so let me just go down my road for a yeah, second yeah. and then we'll jump back to you. Um, you guys that may listen on the show and stuff know, uh, uh, Derek speaking here, uh, and that my, uh, addiction background wasn't a substance, but it was pornography. And through, uh, being exposed to porn at a young age, like in the third grade and not knowing how to process that, not knowing what it was, um, was, uh, kind of a a lower form of, of, of a traumatic type experience and just trying to figure out what that was and, uh, not like my parents, my upbringing was super safe and secure and all that. But, uh, the subject, this subject about sexuality and stuff was kind of taboo, just wasn't mentioned. And the upbringing, like the, the church environment, we were, we were Christians and went to church a lot and stuff. And in that environment as well, like it was just not a very open environment to talk about these sorts of things. So just kind of tucked it away and that really made it come and go, come and go, come and go. And, uh, got worse during different seasons later, um, after high school went off and did school for ministry stuff, like pastoral ministry, church stuff that I do today. Uh, and thought that doing that, thought that getting married, thought that actually working in a church, like all that stuff would fix the pornography, but it didn't. It actually just got worse. And uh, I've shared my story before, just by God's grace, though, uh, throughout a few years of just devouring whatever I could, any sort of resources, uh, any part of the scriptures that talked to, um, finding freedom, finding recovery, finding like being set free and, and over time reorienting my thinking. And that's kind of brings Mm -hmm. us full circle back to the question I had for you, Brittany, a minute ago, Mm -hmm. is that reorienting your thinking, even after I got free from the pornography, um, being able to, to reprocess those thoughts over the last, uh, even five to seven years or so, um, has really been helpful. And even up to, um, the last like two or three years, even like giving some more specific, uh, thinking regarding how and why I was going down that road. And for me, what, what God had showed me is that there were some lies that I was believing about myself back Mm -hmm. then that I didn't even know at that point. Part of them being the fact that I felt like I was this little insecure dweeb of a kid uh, who didn't have, like I sucked at sports and didn't have attention. Uh, I felt like I I could never really fit in with the in crowd or the guys that were good at sports or any of the girls in my school and that sort of thing. And then finding this twisted validation uh, through the pornography Mm -hmm. and that growing more and more. And so, so there's several things to it, but one thing that I want to share for this today is that uh, changing that thinking Mm -hmm. from like where my security lies, where my identity lies Mm -hmm. and finding security instead of insecurity of not searching and looking for it in all the wrong places like that sets that that has set me free in my mm-hmm. heart because it literally transformed my thought process about who I was and then therefore what I was seeking out of mm-hmm. that um right. so yeah no that makes sense and i think for me it was like i i had to love me like i had to learn to love me because 
or else I was going to continue on that path, right? Of just more shame, more guys, more sex, more, you know, whatever it was, more, you know, demoralizing things. Um, so for me, it started with doing the next right thing and changing that thinking. I wasn't able to change that thinking until I stopped lying, cheating, stealing, being a horrible person. Like, and I was like, wow, like, okay, so I'm not doing those things anymore. Like I had to just do the next right thing. And my sponsor and Alcoholics Anonymous, that was her thing. It was just like, do the next right thing, Brittany. Is that the next right thing? I'm like, oh, well, nope, it's not. Okay, well then don't do it. You know what I mean? It was like, and when I started doing the next right thing, I was like, I'm being a good person. Like I am, you know, I'm, I'm saying hi to this person. I'm smiling at somebody in recovery. Like I'm just being nice. Like I'm going to the store and I'm not stealing that lipstick. Like I'm like, you know, I'm doing the next right thing. And before you knew it, I was like, yay. Like I love me. Like I'm doing really good. And it didn't happen overnight. Okay. This was like years of just doing the next right thing. That's it. You know? And over time, um, you know, I just, I started to love who I was and then I changed that thinking and it just did it. It just happened. It came with just being a decent human being yeah, that's <laughs> because good. that's, I never was that before. So. so the next part of this discussion that I want to get into, uh, cause it's tied to this, mm-hmm. um, and is okay. So one of the things you guys maybe have heard us talk about, if you've been following the brand for a little bit is the sweetness that I don't even know if we really realized this until after like we were in it for a bit, mm-hmm. but just seeing how, uh, uh, Courtney and Brittany both have come on to help like with the brand. They're the ones that you see a lot of times in the photography and different things on the site and our, our ads on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And, uh, and just the redemption in our stories, like yeah. the three of us, that mm-hmm. uh, my background being the pornography, their background being uh, different types of substance abuse, addiction and stuff, but also sex yeah. trafficking yeah. and all of that. And the very fact that we can like do this together yeah. is really, really sweet. It really, really is. And we've talked about that before, like, you know... Um, Courtney and I, you know, being involved with human trafficking and stuff like that. And I also, you know, have a background of, you know, being photographed um, and not wanting to be photographed. And it being, it was just a really dirty, scary thing for me and for a man to, you know, take pictures of me. Um, And I struggled with it for a long time. And I even struggled with it and didn't mention it in the beginning a year ago. Yeah, I didn't know that. find that out later. Yeah. I just told him about this, but it's been my own journey, right? Like that's my business and that's my healing journey. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? This is a man who is a godly man and he, you know, has redemption through his pornography store, you know what I mean? Through his history and everything. And he's found God and redemption and he's not taking pictures of me in that way. You know what I mean? Like this is about God and about repping a brand that is choose recovery. And it's just amazing. And So I have been able to find healing through this and, um, it's been amazing for me. And it's sweet too, through, through each of our own marriages and our families, your husband, Tim, my wife, Laura, and just seeing the growth there and the redemption there in each of us as well has been super, super sweet. So, (laughs) um, yeah, just the redemption and all of that, even how we're working together in this Mm -hmm. brand is pretty sweet. Uh, and then how this, the other piece to that thing that I was going to mention is, the confidence that comes now, the security we mentioned, like this confidence that comes, yeah. um, 
you know how like nobody could probably identify with this, right? But how when you try to follow the direction that is on your heart that God has given you and sometimes people are just not sure about that. Sometimes you have outright opposers. Sometimes you have people that are legitimately concerned and mm-hmm. um, and speak into different things that they see. Sometimes they're skeptical. Sometimes they're criticism. Sometimes they're trying to help. Sometimes they're not trying to help, yeah. you know, and everything in between. And um, how have you found, Brittany, in your confidence now, sexually speaking, and just how you carry yourself how you share your story. Um, some even, I don't know how far you want to get into this, but but uh, uh, people that can look at the surface and not like go beneath that mm-hmm. and judge and that sort of a thing. And yet how you've got to the point and to uh, have a rock solid confidence in how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing. Oh my gosh. Well, it took me a long time to get there. And, um, and yeah, I do. I stand firm and I am confident, um, in who I am today because I worked hard for it. I really, really did. And, um, you know, I definitely have that past where people have judged me and, you know, judge a book by its cover, you know what I mean? And, but I'm not who I used to be. You know, so I get to hold my head high and I get to dress how I want to dress and I get to flaunt who I am because I'm a child of God. And not only that, but because I've worked really hard for not only to be the woman that I am today, but for the body that I have today and for having four kids and I work my butt off and I'm healthy and I just, I really try to take care of myself all the way around, you know, my heart from the inside out, you know, um, and it's not easy and it is, you know, it can be kind of. I don't want to say discouraging. It's not discouraging. You know, when people act that way or, you know, um, I feel like it's just something inside of them, you know, so I get to pray for that person and, you know, um, and then I also get to look at it like, okay, Brittany, are your motives right? You know, I get to also, I'm not perfect. Okay. Like I also can put myself in check and say, okay, what is this person seeing? Um, are my motives in the right spot? Um, is their concern legitimate? And sometimes it's not. You know, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I, maybe I need to put myself in check a little bit. Maybe I need to ask God, hey, what is this about? Um, but it, it's just another way I get to learn and grow. You know what I mean? I get to learn and grow through whatever, whatever uh, concern or whatever somebody is saying. You know, I get to take a look at it. I don't completely dismiss it um, and say, is it valid? Is it not valid? Um, but no matter what, I don't sit there. You know, I know who I am today. I know. Um, I just, I know who I am. And I think that that gives somebody a whole new confidence, you know, when you genuinely know who you are inside. And the sweet thing too, is like, we're not talking about a, a pride here. This, no. this confidence is different than that. Here, yeah. Here's what I mean by that for me is that, um, in, in my freedom that, that I found from the sexual lust and, and, it's mm-hmm. when I mentioned earlier being set free from that, it's correcting that thinking process at that heart level. Mm-hmm. And now it's not like I'm cocky, prideful, right. uh, but I have no desire whatsoever for that anymore. Yeah. No desire to, um, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? No desire to um, disrespect, Dis- disrespect, yeah. you know, um, 
another woman like that disrespect my wife right. um no desire for that anymore now uh and so it just it sets you up just for this freedom yeah um then like britney says it doesn't mean like we we do like whatever the heck we want no. um they still we're still called to love each other well and not yeah. not like flaunt in a negative right. sinful way or something exactly to, um, but to not be so overthinking everything, like people pleasing, that was a big yeah. thing also. I didn't even get into that in my story, <laughs> but like I find in a lot of addiction, people pleasing approval of others yeah. is huge. Yeah. And so getting over that, and sometimes that still creeps out in little ways because like I want, <laughs> I want everybody to like me, you know, and that yeah. sort of thing. But it's, it's normal like, normal too. It's a yeah, thing. But we know? have to keep a check on that. Right. So. That's the sweet thing with this. So basically, one of the things that I was passionate about since the beginning of this brand, uh, one of the things actually I remember us talking about back when, uh, like a year ago at least, um, at least when we first started mm-hmm. some of the, the photography and stuff for the brand, is uh, seeing the brand build in a way that is going to shout that message. Yeah. And that, that does, man, how do I explain what I mean by that? Uh, it doesn't mean that we are going to try to like push the envelope mm-hmm. or anything like for the sake of trying to make people upset or anything. Right. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that we're going to uh, come out with styles and showcase those styles mm-hmm. in ways that, that are not fashionable right. and in ways that are not uh, promoting a confidence yeah. in who God has made us to be. Right. And that's, I guess, this most simplistic way I can put the heartbeat behind every product that we design and release and photograph or video, video, whatever, and put out there uh, is to help not just rep recovery, not just Mm -hmm. help you share your story, change lives and stuff, but also to help you guys and gals out there like to grow Mm -hmm. in that confidence in who God has made you to be. So. I don't know if you want to speak to that at all. Well, I just want to say that I just, you know, being involved in these photo shoots and and all of this from the very beginning has given me a whole new confidence in myself, you know, Um, has helped me genuinely. um, I mean, I worked hard on the inside to, you know, love myself on the outside. But being involved with Choose Recovery and these photo shoots has also helped me build that confidence um, in myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the off the cuff version. Bounced of, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. But it's so good. But it's all kind yeah. of was in my head for yeah. a while that we want to do an episode on this. So yes. appreciate you guys listening in, tuning yeah. in whenever mm-hmm. and wherever you hear this from. Yep. Uh, share it with people as yeah. well. And yep. yeah, wherever you're listening from, have yeah. a great rest of your day. Woo! Tune in on whichever podcast platform works best for you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and YouTube. We are Choose Recovery. That's choose rcvry.com.